0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. Alright. So today we're gonna to discuss something that's very interesting, and that is why are we born? Now, person, this is the first page in the mitzvah Sharif. Why are you born? What are you born for? You're born to, to to have steaks, to have pizza, shawarma lafa. What are you born for? Huh? Have some tequila. Hey, nice, nice selection, huh? What are you born? I want to know. What are you born for? Make money, make loose have a whole mansion, gorgeous, you know, crazy fool. Have a barbecue with my boys. Get a yacht. Yeah, everybody come and Have a great time. Why are we born? So I'll tell you like this. Misleishanim says. You have misleishim here or now? I do. I yes, I'll have that, please. I'm going, tell you the, I'm going to tell you what he says. And, and 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 it's so important to know because from there you'll appreciate what you're doing it. And that is, he writes, that really, you're born to have pleasure. You hear that? You are born. I somebody goes, well, what are you boy? <laughs> You're here to have pleasure. You're like, Rabbi, what are you talking about? <laughs> are you kidding? You're born to have pleasure. Now, let me continue. If you look at the beginning of Mislayishim, he says, you bought that pleasure, what pleasure? It says, You born that pleasure? What? What pleasure? From HaKadosh Hakadoshwarakhum. So the way everybody explains it, the way everybody explains it is very simple. How do, they, how do they say it over? Oh beautiful, thank you. Hey, I'll read it to you. This is the beginning, 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 beginning of the Mislay He writes over here, right? A human being is not born. Rather, what are you born for? To have pleasure. To have pleasure from God. And this is, he writes, the greatest pleasure that you can ever, ever find. And this ultimate pleasure is only is only, this ultimate pleasure is only in the, in the real world. Where's the real world? This is Hakim Balash, you know what I'm saying? There he gets around, there It gets around, there. The real world is Gana Eden, Ulam, Abba. Ulam Abba is the real world. That is the real world, right? A person, where's Abraham Avinu? Where's Moshe Rabbeinu? It doesn't exist anymore. Of course he exists. There's a whole world up there that Haggadah who created, called Ulam Abba, where that, that's, that's where they're having pleasure. Right now they're having pleasure. Anyone who passed away, right, is having pleasure right now from the Zib Shrina. You know, uh, a relative passed away, I can't see, come, come closer, forward or, or back. There was a relative of mine passed away this year. And my, my daughter asked me, the little girl, she says, Daddy, where is so-and-so? Like, what is he doing there in the next world? So he's having pleasure from Hashem. Now what does that mean? First of all, you have to understand that I, I, I wasn't this, I can never explain to you. But what rabbis teach us, that you'll take all the pleasures of this world, all the pleasures from the beginning of creation to the end of creation, the guy who had it all. Whoever you can think of, that, that 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 that's doing it crazy, that's making it nuts, That everybody's looking at that guy and whoa. He's the guy, everybody's going by doing on?" That guy, take that guy. The 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 pleasure of Gan Eden, that the, the sniff of the waiting room of not even getting in is worth all the anaod more than you understand what's going on over here. You hear you, you, you what's going on over here. This is this is this is what you're born for. However, today's the Hidush. You ready for the Hidush? You're born for what? Even to have pleasure in this world as well. victim Miller's Rebbe from Slabotka will read this and say, Why are you born? You are born to have pleasure. Period. Finish. That's the next piece. New pleasure. Hashem is the greatest pleasure. But you're born to have pleasure. Now that being said, Rabbi, what do you mean? I'm allowed to eat non kosher now? I love it. I go, uh, instead of uh, spending, uh, I go the same... $20 $20 for a burger I could get for $1.99 with fries and a Coke from McDonald's. So, and I, pro- I probably taste bad. maybe, maybe, yeah, not, maybe I haven't tasted in my life, but maybe. One time I was giving a class one time to, to one of the boys and I was saying something like that. It says, Rabbi, he raises his hand, I tried his it. bed. I said, What are you talking about? Yeah, I go to, I, I go to one, day. I said, like, What are you, Majnun? And then I find out the guy's a wacko. And I was like, so what's going on over here? Like, I got not understand. I'm giving like, what, what, what are you going? No, 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 I'm here after your class that I'm going to give you a class. I said, what are you talking about? He says, no. He tells me he's apicotis. True story. He tells me he's apicotis. Yeah, you know what is. Kofed, yeah, and he doesn't believe nothing. So once I hear what the rabbi has to say, now you can hear what I have to say. I, I, I kissed so fast. No, the guy was whacked out of his brain. How did happen? I saw his mother. I saw his mother. He was a young guy, 16 years old. He was taking a haircut in the barbershop, but hopefully, hopefully Be'ez Hashem is on the right day. now. Actually, it happens to be his aunt was by my house, this, the, 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 this picture, but I wish I asked, how's he doing? This is like, I'm going back 10 years ago. So now the guy's maybe 27. Anyway, I see him taking a buzz, a haircut. I see the guy, he tells the, 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 the guy, no, no, I want all this off. And I'm seeing the, I pay off. You have to have the the, 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 the you know, the, you know, the, the sideburns. Can't cut this off. This is a, a suit from the Torah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. This over here is a suit. If you cut it too short, or even if sometimes they, they shape it up over. You know, they go like this with the with the blade close to the thing. Like they go like this. You know what I'm talking about? Like this. Yeah. Over here, from here to here, it's a suit The oraita. It's a suit from the Torah. Okay, a suit from the Torah. One time I saw a guy. I saw him by a, a shiva I said, "Listen, Habibi, this thing is completely cut. You're not allowed to do that." He tells me, what should I do, Rabbi? I said, what do you want? what should I do? What happened? He said when he was growing up, he fell on the side of his head and he got a scar right here and he can't grow hair on this whole side. He can't grow hair. So he doesn't want to look like a fool. So just because this side here, so this side he cuts as well to make it even. So I said, this is your test. You probably came back as a pays gilgul to fix what you did in the past, And now you have to make sure. It looks like, it looks, what should I do? It looks like, uh, I look like an idiot. On one side I have this, and on the other side I have a scar, I have no hair growing. I make a choice. No, no, I. Torah says, Torah says. Asur, not, you know, this is the Torah. In any case, so I see this boy uh, 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 taking the haircut. I thought maybe he's not Jewish. So I didn't say anything. 16 year old kid. Finally, I see his mother coming into the, the shop, picking him up. I was like, I was like she's a regular regular S.Y. lady <laughs> what's going I, I said what's going on I, mean? I, I, I was like what's going on she tells me my son is a kofed he's avikodes he doesn't believe in nothing I went over to the boy I said listen I want to have a class with you let's do it I want to have shi'ud torah with you he says to me um, sure and then I find out the only reason why he said yes was well, so after the class he could give me a class about his avikodes <laughs> that's what happened let's do in any case, he tells me, Wendy's. Yeah, you buy it for $1.99 dollar ninety nine, and Wendy's, you get a Big Mac, you get this, you get the Big Gulp, uh, uh, the, the 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 Coke, and you get a fries for $1.99. So what? You might say, what's going on? If I'm if I'm born here to have pleasure, if I'm here to have pleasure, so if that being the case, let me let me go for a dollar. Let me, I, I save money. Be the answer is, Hashem knows how to have the ultimate pleasure in this world, and He tells us laws. Not necessarily to restrict you to have a hard life. It's a misconception. People think, oh, it's hard for me. It's too hard for me. You're not understanding. God is giving you that map. He's giving you those instructions. So when you follow those instructions, you have a better life here. It's not in the next world. You're right in the next world. You'll have Gan Eden. You'll have the next world. But you'll have a better life in this world. You know, people ask, I always ask this question. Who has a better life in this world? You have a tzaddik. He's doing the Torah and the mitzvot. And then you have a Rasha. The guy is partying his brains out. The guy parties from Sunday to Sunday, 24-7, every single night. He's going with the craziest, craziest yachts, with the craziest islands, Caribbeans, and everything else. He's having his pina coladas. He's having his shots. He's having his, his awesome tequilas. He's having everything that you can imagine on the beach, living it up. Who has a better life? that guy or you have a Keep keeping to the Torah. What's his form of <laughs> Who has a better life? I could promise you, I could swear to you, that Sadiq will definitely have a better life here. And the more you become Sadiq, the more you enjoy life better here, and the more better life you'll have here. You know, sometimes a person comes to me, Shabbat. Shabbat is tough. Rabbi, uh, I need my phone, I need my this, I need my that. It's people like that. They say, Rabbi, you know, you're telling me I'm born to have pleasure in this world. How is it pleasurable right now on Saturday? I can't go and I can't drive to my friend's house. I can't pick up my phone. I want to know, what's what's my my friend doing today? Can I call him? Hey, Rabbi, how you doing? Do you hang out? That's pleasure for me to call my friend and there's not. So you're restricting me. In essence, you'll see, you'll see. It's actually a rejuvenation. The Rebenu Yonah says, Sharet says, you know what God wanted to do for you? Listen to, listen to the br- brilliance. The Nanak says the reason why he's like that. Some people retire, you know, the regular Amskis. When did when they retire? What's the average age? 56. Six fifty. 56. What was the age? 60? What was the age? 67. 65. They have, a, 60, they have a retirement plan. 65, retirement plan. They have, they, they, they're working, but they have a side. Retirement plan, retirement plan. Fine, they had 60, 65. And now, what do you do in retirement? Now, what happens? Golf and this. Take 65-year-old, 70-year-old. You think they have that same energy that they had when they were young? Basketball players, when do retire? When do retire basketball players? 30. 39, 40, Max, Kobe, what time? When did he retire? 37. LeBron James is almost out, right? Well, he's almost out of the game, no? Huh? Who was the last, who was the last guy just down? They just had, uh, Bill Russell uh, died, 88, but I'm saying like, every every basketball player, go look, he's retired, he's retired, Jordan, he didn't, I don't think he hit 40, you know what I'm saying? He got bored. Hey, he got bored, it's too easy, like, he's playing with scrubs, ah, I'll see you later. <laughs> he dropped down. I'm just saying, think about it, when do basketball players retire? Anything, football players, when do they retire? Right? right, they're awesome players, all of a sudden, you think they want to retire? 37, 40, max. What happens? The body, the body automatically, you don't have the same stamina. You think you have the same energy as an 18-year-old. Look at the army, the Israeli army. If you're over what? Over 50, 60, they're not going to take you back. Even the reserves, they take you back if you're 65? Really? No, not 65. Not 65. Okay, fine. Not 65. Before 65, maybe. But every 65, they don't take you back. Why not take you back? Because the stamina, the energy, is not the same that you have when when you're under 65. Everything, you know, they have the senior citizen, even if you go buy things, right? They have a senior citizen special, 64 plus, you know? You remember, you remember you're going somewhere, oh, I'm a, I'm a senior citizen, you're not a senior citizen, you go with your grandmother, oh, I'll buy you a senior citizen, I'll get you one too. <laughs> what happened? The answer is, the body is not the same stamina energy. So what does Hashem do? Hashem goes ahead and says, you know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to make you retire so you can enjoy the retirement when you're young. How, how, every Saturday, you're going to just relax and chill and don't work. Wow! It's a beauty way of thinking that. You ever think of that in your life? Wait, wait, what, what's your bed over, Rabbi? What's your about over? Come on, Rabbi, I need my leg. That's it, I got a kish. But really what? Hashem is doing everything so you can have the best pleasure that you can live in this world. So he made a whole system like that. You made if you go through every mitzvah you'll see it's exactly like that you have the kosher well by the way you found out what happened many this is already studied already about the pig about the pork how there's a, a disease in the what is it called you know what it's called what is it called? Anybody know what it's called? They have a special disease that's special in pork. They have just no. That is also true. but there's something else. I remember growing up that they said this certain disease from, from pig from pig. Not going to be. He says, "Oh, let me let me try it." You know, you can't try. it. Why Hashem says, "I want you to have the greatest pleasure." If you have it, you get sick. So therefore, don't have that. Your body is different. The body than a non-Jew. You know that your physical being, your whole physical body, is different than a non-Jew, and that's the creation. Just like you have different types of, uh, 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 you have Abid, you have this, you have that. You, you're a Jew, you have a different type of, you're built differently. God, Genetic, it's true by the way. Go look at Pirkei Avot. It says, if you're not Bnei Lachamim, if you don't have mercy on others, let's say for example, we have to check your lineage. Are you really Jewish or not? It's not a joke. Why? Because we're built differently. Your body is a different body. You're not the same body as the non Jew. So, non Jew, Hashem says, you can eat whatever you want to eat. You want to eat ham, you can eat. You want to eat pork, you can eat. You want to eat lobster, you can eat. You want to eat shrimp, you can eat. But I created your body, entirely different body. You can't do that because you're, you're so holy, you're, you're such on a higher level of holiness, of kedushah, that you don't understand who you are. Because you have godliness in you. God created you different than every human being in the world. Understand? So what is He saying now? Your body is different. You cannot have that unconscious food because it'll affect your body physically. It'll affect your body. There was a guy. Maybe I'll tell him off 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 uh, this audio recording. But I'll tell you, there was a fellow. Two stories about this non kosher business over here. One guy called me up. He tells me, Rabbi, my friends are all non-Jews and I'm going on a vacation. Is that? Of course I try to bring him back and I tell him that's it, haram, what are you doing? Anyway, he went on his vacation. He says, I have a rule. This is what he calls me. I give the vacation. This is what he tells me. He says, I have a rule. What's my rule? If I go out, I go out, but I don't eat none. I don't eat meat. I don't meet, I don't eat meat out. That's his rule. The guy was, wasn't, wasn't born religious at all. He was born in like a hick town. He wasn't religious at all, at all, at all. He's trying to get back to the religion, but he has one rule that he has with his friends, and he grew up with all, all non-Jews. He has one, one rule, I don't eat meat out. That's what he does. He calls me after the vacation. Rabbi, you have to hear this story. I say, what happened? He tells me like this. He says that I went on this vacation. They take me to some steakhouse. Of course, I, they know my rules. So I'm having like a baked potato, you know, and they're having this crazy tomahawk, tak, tak, tak sizzling of the, of the, of the item. And, uh, and I'm sitting there, and every guy is tasting be, wow, sick, I never tasted a steak like this in my life, oh my goodness. And he's telling it, oh, and they're, telling, now they're telling their friend, you know, you gotta taste it. He's like, you boys know my rule. I came out on your vacation, but you know my rule. He says, yeah, but you got this time breaking, we're on a vacation, come on, come on. And he says, you know what? And he was so pressured, he says, just to make you guys happy, I'll take. And he took a piece. He told me the second he took a piece, he has underneath, you ever have like a bite plate underneath your teeth, you know what I'm talking about? Anybody have a braces, he has something underneath? He says, he, he, when he was biting it, he never had in his life, he bit his tongue underneath and it scraped the bottom of his tongue. The second he put the steak in his mouth. He had to spit it out right away, a little blood like that, and you guys spit it out. He said, Rabbi, why was that? He because first of all, you can't eat anything that's not kosher And this not kosher meat, Hashem was saving your life because your body can't handle it. Because you're a Jew. Your, your body is a different body. Your DNA is a different DNA. It's not the same. When you go out and you see a goy and you see another Jew wherever you're sitting, you have to see it. it's a different, it's, it's, it's day and night difference. They can tolerate some things that you cannot tolerate because you're you're holy, you're kadosh. What's our what's now? Vitem kadosh kadosh. What's holiness? There's a separation from us. We're, we're, we're unique in the nations. We're unique in the nations. You know, Bel when he was dying. You know, Am was Bil'am was like the like the Moshe Rabbeinu of the Goyim. You know, like we have Moshe Rabbeinu, right? He's the he's the he's the, he's the he's the he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the rabbi. Moshe Rebbe, nobody liked him, right? Nobody liked him, from Moshe to Ad Moshe. They,
1: they had Bil'am, they had the, the,
0: the, the Goyim, they had Bil'am. You know what Bil'am said before he was passing away? He says, I wish I could die like a Jew. I wish! He knows the Tushab of, of a Jew. The, 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 the life he has, and he has this world, he has the next world, he has everything. But God is giving us limits in mitzvot, not mitzvot, limits, the way we conduct our lives for our pleasure. For our pleasure. You understand what we're saying here today? It's so important. It's so important the way your outlook is, where you're looking at every mitzvah and you're looking at every avidah. Why can't I do this avidah? Why can't I do that? Why, why, why do I have to do this mitzvah? You're understanding. It's for your own benefit and your own pleasure. You understand that? Now, I'd like to give you another example. Another example that, you, that everybody will understand. And that is, there's a law. This is what it says in the Sefer Taned de belyahu. It's a sefer by Eliyahu Hanavi. Listen to what he says. You ever hear of mitzvah called Nida? Anybody ever hear of mitzvah called Nida? Boys, heard of it? Anybody married here? Besides, anybody married here? Okay. You have a mitzvah called Nida. That means there's going to be, when you get married, there's going to be a, 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 a menstrual cycle where, where, you, where there's halakhot of not touching or not even, uh, even paying. You learn the laws on your own when you, get, when you get to the marriageable state. You can't even pass. There's different, different laws. I'm not going into that. But nida, you, you are away, from, meaning to say, distance from your wife. You can't be with your wife for about, give or take, about two weeks. Give or take, about two weeks. And you say to yourself, what do you mean? What do you mean? I was single until this age. Now I want to be married all the time. You'll ask any married guy, how healthy is this mitzvah? It's the healthiest thing in the world. You know why? The Tanalio says every time she goes to the after the two weeks is over, right? She goes to the she goes to the mikveh, right? She comes back. It's like, it's like you're getting married fresh again. You hear that? It's like a new marriage. It's like you're getting married again. It's like you feel like a Kalah. Oh, I'm the Hatan, and she's the kalah. And you get so excited. Oh, I can't wait. Ah, oh. Hashem did it on purpose. Why? So you can have the greatest pleasure of your life. So you can have pleasure of your life. Otherwise, come on. Ah, ah, ah. And that's the biggest harmony. That's one of the biggest mitzvot of the Shalom Bayis. And he said to himself, what do you mean? What are you talking about, Rabbi? But this mitzvah has... So every single avera that Hashem says don't do. Every single avera is only for what? For our benefit. For us to have the biggest pleasure in this world. Think about it. He tells us don't steal. Don't steal. You're not allowed to steal. You're not allowed to steal. Some people in business. Come on, you know. Hush here, hush there, tach, You know you don't even feel good using the money that you stole. You know that? Go ask a guy who stole money. Go ask him. How do you feel now? You're going to go buy your, what's the the shoes you like? Faragama, which one? Like that one or no? Yeah, Prada, you like? Commons? All right. So whatever, Should I say Prada? Right. Imagine you have a guy, Yashod. Yeah, he stole. Uh, how much is the Prada? How much are they going to go for? Like Four hundred. That's cheap ones. I thought it was like six, seven hundred. All right. Anyway, it depends which uh, depends which level. You know, which Prada. Anyway, you go, you buy the Prada. This, that, that. With the stolen money, that you think. You think you're feeling good? You think the guy who stole money, maybe an abid? Yeah, the only ask the abid. Yeah, he'll feel okay because because he's not a Jew. He's not a Jew. He he's not ice like us. But ask a Jew, how do you feel? Heaven forbid, if you go ask the Jew who stole money, who he built his whole company on 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 on, on, on a hush on on stealing and stealing and stealing and stealing. Go ask him, how do you feel that you built such a company? How do you feel? I can guarantee you, he feels like junk. He said, he said, what are you talking about? How can it be? Rabbi, what are you talking about? He has a... Rabbi, he's giving to like... ah. doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Because a Jew is built differently than a Goy. And any Averah that we're not allowed to do, and every Mitzvah that we're allowed to do, that is for your own benefit and pleasure in this world. Do, do you hear that clear? Do you hear that clear? You know what's the first thing that we wake up in the morning, what do we do? Anybody know? We, we, we say <inaudible> You know what that is? You know, you, know, you know what you're doing when you first wake up? you saying, Thank you, Hashem, that I'm back alive. Do you realize what's going on in the first 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 words? If, imagine you tell a guy, by the way, the second you wake up, you gotta thank Hashem that I'm alive. Thank you, Hashem, I'm alive. <inaudible> that you gave me back my Shabbat that I'm alive again. You know the Goyim have a study. The Goyim have a study now. What's a healthy thing? You you see these successful people. Uh, Goyim. He asked them, what do you do when you first wake up? Successful Goyim. You know what he tells me? He says, I give gratitude to to, to my, my creator. It gives me a sensation of life. This is what he tells me. There's no law for him to do that. But Hashem says, the law for us, you know why? Because I know how the world is created. It's like, for example, you have a cell phone. Yeah, you have a phone. Whatever it is. Well, let's say, for example, you have a plumbing problem. You have a problem in, 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 the, in the toilet. You need, to, you need to get something. You're going to get an electrician? You're going to get a contract? You're going to get a plumber? A plumber that knows what he's doing? You're not going to get an electrician. You're not going to get a guy who, who sells, uh, who, who's a Wall Street guy or anything like that. You're going to get a guy, what? Who's a plumber? And he's going to know exactly what to do. Guess what? Guess what? In any situations like that, right? You're going to get a doctor, You're going to go, your eyes are hurting you. What are you going to do? You're going to go to an eye doctor, right? Hashem created us and He knows exactly how our body works. And therefore, He created mitzvot and avirot. And if you follow exactly the way it is, by the way, you'll have the best life here. For sure, the next world sure, the next world, we're not talking about the next world we're talking about this world, you will have the greatest world in this, life in this world, you hear what I'm telling you today? Hashem tells you, learn Gimara now a lot of people will say I'm learning Gimara, how does that give me pleasure? now I'm going to go learn how is that giving me pleasure right now? Hashem says you have to learn Torah, right? You know how that's giving you pleasure? you know how that's giving you, if you work hard enough to understand the Gemara. To understand the support, To understand exactly why he's saying it like this. And why he's saying it like that. You work hard enough for it, you'll start enjoying it much more. Like a drug. Exactly. It's like it's like somebody tell me like, beer. Like beer. Like beer. I'll give you an example. When you take beer, you never oh. like to taste it the first time. Try the first time beer. for or, 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 like alcohol. Take the first time, you know, but you want to look sharp. with the boys, I, you know, everybody's drinking. Oh, yeah, bro, come on, bro. And you're like, ah, I can't do this. Ah, like, you know, like you get that burn the first time you ever take a shot. You like know, get that burn, like, ah. Oh. But you you can't do that because you need to look cool. So you just take the pain because uh, the, the, the boys are there. You take the pain, or somebody, the other people are there, and maybe you take a, like a, like a sprite or a coke to chase it down just to like calm everything down. But eventually, if you take enough of a beer or anything like that. You'll start developing the taste of the, of the item. And then you start, wow. Then what happens? The more you drink of the beer, the more high you get. Oh, 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 oh. Same thing. Torah, I'm not going to compare it exactly. Same thing. But Torah, if you develop the taste of it, if you really develop the if you really work hard, for the Gemara. You really do. You put in your effort. You say, you know what? I'm dedicating one hour right now to learn Gemara. I'm shutting my phone off. I'm shutting my everything off. I'm sitting down and I'm going hardcore right now with my Gemara. Nobody's bothering me. And you go deep and you try to figure out things, this, that, that. And you try to analyze the Gemara good and you try to get it well and you review it again and again until you get that page well or the 10 lines well. You feel like, oh wow, this is awesome. This is awesome. I remember when they told me that I was giving my first Habura. In Yeshiva, I'll explain you how it works. Something called the Habura. Habura is that once a week, you get up there and you give Shi'ur of the Gemara, you give Shi'ur of everything that you can figure out from this Gemara. Now, it's not easy because I'm opening up the Mephashim. I want to do the ba, rashba. I'm opening up the Ran, the Riv, the Rambam. I'm opening up all the Sefarim now and I'm trying to figure out how can I say over a shore of Gemara to, to Chachamin? We're talking about big Chachamin now. I have to get up there, I have to open up the Gemara, and I have to give as the rabbi of the Yeshiva, I'll be the one that's getting over the, the hundred people now. Now go do it. Now it can't be you can't be a sketch, you gotta be real, real goods. So what I did, I'll never forget, I was there, I was sitting there, and I sat there literally from seven, I'd say, till three in the morning. From 7 p.m. at dinner From 7 to 3 Trying to figure out And guess what When I actually gave the shur the next day don't, It happens to me that I, I was under pressure I did, I did it I felt so good like, And if you ask anybody in yeshiva If they ever did it You ever gave a You, ever gave a you don't understand what a feeling is It's a sensation Because you're working so hard for it Let's Take a basketball game some people, they don't like ball, right? Let's say, man, why do they like the ball? Who likes ball? The guys who are hustling, grabbing the ball, scoring, they, they love the ball, right? Why? Because they're working hard to get it in, to stuff the guy, to steal the ball, to dribble, to this, to that, to do, a, do 360, dah, dah, They're working hard to do it, so they feel so good. You see the guy who's sweating, you ask him, how are you enjoying the game of ball? I love it. What do you mean? You're sweating bullets. You're working hard, you enjoy it more. By the way, it's like that. Life is like that. The more you work hard, the more you enjoy more also, by the way, All right? Take a runner. The guy's running marathon. Oh, he's, he's sweating, sweating. Yo, bro, take a chill, you're sweating. No, I love this. I love this, it's great. Take a guy, he's, you have, you, anybody work out? Anybody work out with the bench? Okay, I'm talking okay. you, don't, you don't talk about the bench? Anybody do the bench or no? You, don't, you know what I'm talking about? You do the bench, talk, 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 talk. And then you start feeling pain. I feel that, you know? Ah, I feel burn, you feel good. But it burns. No, guess what? You're happy, you know why? You, you feel it. You're actually working it. Hashem says, you want my Torah? You got to work hard. You're going to sit and learn Gemara. You want to learn the Gemara. You want to really get Hanah. You want to get pleasure. This is the greatest pleasure, by the way. This is better, better, better than anything you can imagine. The Gemara is the greatest pleasure. He says, what are you talking about, Rabbi? What are you talking about? How can that be? You know, the answer is very simple. Very simple. Very simple answer. Working hard to understand it. And this is exactly what we're here to discuss, and this is what we're going to end off over here. This is exactly what we're talking about. There's a lot more to talk about. We're going to end over here. But the point that the we is saying here today is that you're born to have pleasure in this world. Which pleasure? The right pleasure. And Hashem understands exactly how to give you the right pleasure. And therefore, don't deviate from His mitzvot, or don't deviate from the other Lord. One time I tell you, I don't this. One time, I took upon myself... One week, I said, I'm going to have an Ornig Shabbat. You know Shabbat, you're Orik Shabbat, you know what I'm talking about, you have uh, the, whatever, you, whatever you have. So I said, the whole week, I'm not going to have anything that I don't need except what, I'm, what I need to eat. Meaning no no Coke, no Sprite, no, nothing except exactly what I need to eat. You know what I'm talking about? Like no, like, no, 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 no cake, no rugelach, no donut, no uh, chocolate, no ice cream. Strictly what I need to eat, that's it. And now, some people have like a sugar craving. I have like sometimes I really have a sugar craving. You know, I'm talking about like, like I need to get a chocolate bar. I need to get this. I need to get. I need to get something. You know, I tried for a week. When it came to Shabbat, anything that I tasted was like out of this world. Why? Because you, you, you said I'm, I'm saving for only Shabbat. And I've This is the point that we're trying to bring out. When you follow the Torah and the Mitzvot, you will have a pleasure in this world like no other any person can imagine.